0: Hey, do you like tight ends ruining your fantasy DFS day? Me neither. Pre-Snap starts right now. Five, ready, five, ready, You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by Linestar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Linestar Premium now at linestarapp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the LineStar app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and what a wacky, wacky day of football Sunday week 14 was. My goodness, Chris Meany, all of those tight ends, catching touchdowns, all of us looking at each other going, huh? Who's that guy? Why is that guy catching a touchdown? Lots of guys last minute not playing. Josh Jacobs, he was a no go. Levy on Bell, his tummy hurt or something. All I know is what a mess for the first week of playoffs for season long football. And for DFS, if you didn't have a good chunk of that 49ers, uh, Saints game, it, it, was, it was a pretty rough day.
1: Yeah, it was a rough day. I'll be honest. I didn't cash uh, anywhere um, in any tournaments. And I had some some Jameis Winston. I had a lot of Jameis, too. The old naked Jameis. I've been playing a lot of him. I mean, the old days.
0: naked Jameis. Naked Jameis. Holy got run
1: out of town. town yeah, I you like know. Naked Jameis. It, it's amazing where he is. I think he's second overall in touchdowns and yards and passing attempts. But another game where you watch him real life and you're like, ugh, uh, this guy doesn't doesn't seem like he's going to be a buck next season but again from a fantasy standpoint 456 yards passing you know rushing touchdown through for four so uh Naked James probably just going to be James and Godwin moving forward because of course Mike Evans it was a weird week lots of injuries uh, oh. I didn't have any I didn't nail any of those any of those tight ends at all I, I didn't have a whole lot of that San Fran and Saints game as you alluded to it was a, <laughs> almost a 100 point score in that my, I think but my best tight end
0: I call like I had Camara and that dearly didn't do what I wanted to do. I thought yeah. I mean I had Thomas too, because I there's no way I go into a DFS weekend without some without some
1: Thomas. Thomas, right? But I mean, if you didn't have Breeze, like you know, the Breeze Thomas, I mean, Cook left early, but he had two touchdowns. I think the only tight end I hit was Ian Thomas um from Carolina. But other than that, like um Mike Goseki was disappointing, Jack Doyle was disappointing. There was there was a lot of disappointments and a lot of big names just going down. It was an ugly week, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, Mike Evans now done for the year uh he got a touchdown at least he did something on the oh, way on out the
1: touchdown. Yeah, the one catch on the way out of 60 yard <laughs> score catch. he's done for the year
0: there it is. and he's done so he's <laughs> done for the year Darius Geis with an MCL probably done for the year which is really yeah. sad because I had tons of shares of Geis this week and he, and he looked good in the beginning of that it, game too again it another everything nice run. was rolling it was going to be good and then boom there it is again just incredibly sad Rashawn Penny he's out uh another Calvin Ridley
1: Calvin Ridley is done
0: Ridley I mean geez we were just talking last couple weeks injuries kind of tailed off a little bit oh my goodness they all just reared their ugly head again it was absolutely brutal week for injuries and that ruined a bunch of lineups too I had a lot of guys shares that was not a happy time for me but uh this is what happens this is why it's a it's a difficult thing and we've had really good runs here last couple weeks have been spotty Chris was still good last week I was not I was better this week this was Chris's bad week so Hey, things are getting wacky here, and we all know, Chris, towards the end of the year, last couple weeks of the season, a lot of defenses pack it up and go home. We're going to be seeing some points here over 15, 16, and 17, so get ready. Let's start talking about these quarterbacks. As Chris mentioned, Winston, from a fantasy perspective, got to love it, 456, four touchdowns. Now, he did throw three picks because that's what Winston does, but speaking of uh, other quarterbacks you want to own, Ryan Tannehill, my favorite quarterback on the slate. He did deliver. I was very pleased. I had two favorite quarterbacks. If you listen to last week's show, it was Ryan Tannehill and it was Deshaun Watson. Now, I know the Texans didn't win, but he did rush for two touchdowns and throw for one. And Tannehill, 391, three touchdowns, two went to A.J. Brown. I guess that's the pairing going forward. But my goodness, Chris, Tannehill basically has made this Titans team playoff relevant again.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, in one of your Black Book leagues, Dan Hill might bring me to a championship. I mean, in a two quarterback setting, he's been hey, by I far got him much. in
0: flex. Uh, same thing. Got him oh, yeah. right there.
1: Yeah, he's been by far uh, my best quarterback in, in that league. And you know what? In the NFL over the past few weeks, he's, I mean, I, I've seen some stats uh, float around. I mean, we'll give some credit to uh, Nate Hamilton. Um, front of the show, JJ, J- Zacharyson Zachary, just just uh, more fantasy points per game over the last eight or nine. I believe since he came in, since a guy like Patrick uh, compared to a guy like Patrick Mahomes, for example, like this is, this is what he's doing. And when you look deeper into the numbers and uh, you know, since he came into the league or came in the league, came in the league this year, I suppose, because he was just back behind Marcus Murdoch. The offense is, is great. We know all we, we know about Derrick Henry, but they're playing at a faster up-tempo pace uh, overall in yards per attempt passing. Number one in the league, Ryan Tannehill, nine point eight completion percentage, seventy three point four. Mention.
0: Sign him now, to get it done.
1: Well, that's what they're talking about before the game. I mean, some some rumblings and some reports out of Tennessee that they're going to look to extend him. And why not? Yeah, seventy three point four completion percentage is right behind your Breeze at seventy three point six. So he's been great. He's been awesome. I mean, two hundred fewer passing yards than Breeze on the season, and and they basically played the same amount of games. So he's been he's been awesome. Yeah, he's been great. And AJ Brown is, I mean. My goodness, he's that boomer bust guy, but he's extremely explosive, and he's been fun to watch as well. You
0: can argue in the second half of the season one of the better GPP wideouts because he's always been cheap. Yes, and yeah, you know it's gonna miss sometimes, but when it hits, it hits big. It's like two touchdown big, and you gotta love those days. I mean, he's just. It's just been fantastic for him. And look, it's also Derrick Henry season. Let us not forget Derrick Henry.
1: Derrick Henry two, year,
0: two more touchdowns. I'm telling you, he's, he's going to lead the league in rushing. I said it at the beginning of the year, I'm this close, Chris. I can sense it. It's like right on. I can touch
1: it. It's right it, there. It's so it, close. What is he? Uh, four, I think he's 40 back now, perhaps you know, he, of Nick like that.
0: It's less than 50. That's all I know. I'm right there, and 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 CMC is going in the wrong direction. Everything is everything is coming up. Derek Henry right now let's do the other quarterbacks too because Drew Brees five touchdowns as Chris mentioned earlier 349 for him but Jimmy Garoppolo not to be outdone he threw for 349 and four touchdowns so I was impressed with Garoppolo in this game this was a big spot he's been up and down a little bit this year great performance by him and also a great performance by the wide receivers too nobody wanted any Manuel Sanders he had a great game there caught a touchdown went for a big yardage total Debo was good George Kittle had that huge catch then the face mask run. So the 49ers showed a little bit of grit in this game, and uh, I cannot wait for Week 17 where you got them – and the Seahawks week 17. Oh, baby. whoa! was that going to be fun to watch?
1: It is going to be fun to watch. And you know what? It's going to be fun to watch in week 16 against the Rams too, who are still alive after a win last night against Seattle. So yeah, Jimmy, I was more impressed with Jimmy because I've seen it before from Drew Brees. I mean, it was very impressive. I mean, San Fran had allowed the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't even have 200 yards against them. He, he Russell Wilson had struggled. There were some quarterbacks that really struggled against San Fran and, um, Drew Brees was fine so that was that was certainly surprising but I was more impressed with Jimmy Garoppolo and just Kyle Shanahan the play calling was phenomenal that was a really entertaining football game to watch but some end arounds Emmanuel Sanders caught a touchdown pass he threw a touchdown pass where he most start looked really really strong uh, we were right about Tevin Coleman let's fade this guy um, yep. you know it's a tricky backfield to get involved with but where he most he runs hard he's catching balls out of the backfield um again everybody receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown so i was just extremely impressed jimmy garoppolo answered a lot of my questions because i still had some against green bay i was like yeah okay he showed some showed some things seattle a few weeks ago didn't like it arizona had those two four touchdown games against them i was like ah it's just the cardinals in baltimore okay he did a couple of things again in bad weather in baltimore had a chance to win the game but i mean against the saints to going toe for toe with drew Brees and and marching his team down under a minute left to to get the game winning field goal it was it was phenomenal stuff and uh yeah it's too bad i was completely wrong i thought this was going to be like a maybe a 24 23 type scoring game and then geez we almost saw 100 points
0: oh yeah the oh the they had the over by the half and oh then both, yeah. <laughs> and then both teams hit the over individually okay <laughs> can i can, can i get an amen on that please wow, How, wow. how's that yeah. for a fun little nugget you like yes, that i do oh, like one that. more fun thing drew Locke, who saw that coming 309 yes. three touchdowns he looks
1: good he did what yeah, the hell did. was that?
0: We go the Texans go from being the Patriots. First they get blown out by by the Ravens. Then they beat the Patriots pretty soundly. But yeah. And then they lay an absolute turret at home against the Denver Broncos. I i don't know what's up from down anymore. I have no idea. NFL's getting wacky. I feel like you remember when they're in the summer and we were doing baseball and we were like, you know, talking about like some days the fan duel pricing was drunk. That that's what I feel <laughs> yeah. like the NFL season. Like it's starting. It's like, who is that? Who's that tight? Tyler Higby yeah let's make him the most relevant tight end that sounds I, like a great idea
1: yeah geez. Higby awesome. and um I think I had double check oh, Hayden
0: Hurst had a bunch of, I mean come on what the hell is happening
1: and Cooper way, had to double check this morning Cooper Cup playing 55 percent of the snaps and like Higby being so involved I'm like wait what
0: no not only that Robert Woods caught his first touchdown of the entire and Mike Williams. season and yeah and Mike and Williams So oh, there yeah. you go it was By a wacky way,
1: wacky week
0: Speaking of baseball, congratulations, my friend, because our show, oh, yes. the uh, the baseball version of this show, if you enjoy the pre-snap and you like DFS baseball, uh, the deck, DFS baby. version, that's right, on deck, right here on the Line Star app. We were nominated for Best Podcast of the Year by the Fantasy Sports Gaming Association. So right. a big shout out and thank you to uh, Eric and to Dan and to you, my friend, for being the co-host five days a week with me on that program. We had a great run. Uh, it was magical. I had people also message me who said they listened to the show even if they didn't play DFS baseball because they Amazing. just love the half hour of baseball talk that we did, breaking down the games. So, congratulations to you, Chris Meaney, because that's like one of your seven nominations. You're like Meryl Streep. What the hell's going on there?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It all started with you, though. It's uh, it started, congratulations.
0: It congratulations
1: yeah. to you as well. <laughs> Um yeah, I don't know, man. We're a good vibe. It's it was a fun show. Uh we had, you know, we had some people, like you said, who weren't really into into DFS and just wanted to hear us go back and forth and and talk about the slate. We were calling some home runs. We were getting people some home runs. Come on. Let's uh, be but honest. you said it best too. Like a shout out to Eric and Dan. They've been phenomenal to us. Uh, the Line Star family here, like Ryan Humphreys and Greg Landry, they they've been great. And the Greg app is, yep. yeah, the app is phenomenal. It was it was a fun ride and I can't wait to to start again with you i mean it's it's winter meetings baseball is here
0: the steven Strasberg sign so much to get to and we also um i've been doing the live radio from the winter meetings i'm not in san diego i'm still stuck in new jersey my Mm -hmm. my my -hmm. co-host craig mish got to fly out to san diego because he's more important than i am but uh, yeah i'm not bitter at all about that i'm sitting here it's 40 degrees and raining and i'm out there the umbrella waiting for my kids to get off the bus and he's out there in san diego having drinks at the bar (laughs) talking to baseball players so uh yeah so that's that's the difference between our lives but anyway i showed the line star tools to my tv partner on sunday mornings to uh, mike Blewett, a friend of ours and he was blown away he's like wow this is incredible i said no kidding and if you haven't already make sure you go over and get that line star app and make sure you are downloading and upgrading to that premium product for god's sakes uh and i was showing him all the different sort tools and how easy and and user-friendly it is because i feel like people get intimidated by DFS because the amount of information Absolutely. and I feel like line star app just really sorts it all very well. It's very, it presents it very well The the player cards with the information you need. It's just, you know, I like things simple. I like things simple and well executed. Just like the black book, which will be out January 1st, by the way, whenever Chris Meany finishes his section, January 1st, it'll be out. <laughs> but uh baseball's around the corner and again want to thank everybody at FSGA and everybody here at LionStar for all the support. Let's get back to the rushing leaders. Joe Mixon, how about that? 23 for 146 in the touchdown. Aaron Jones had a huge day. 16 for 134 rushing and a rushing touchdown. We mentioned Derrick Henry. Your boy Nick Chubb was again, like we said, kind of limited, mm-hmm. you know. By Kareem Hunt who once again, Kareem Hunt was the guy with the touchdowns. Uh I thought Devin Singletary had a very good day. As well, kind of under the radar next year. I'm very excited about Devin Singletary. Uh, I'm very excited to see where Hunt ends up. And I'm very excited to see Austin Eckler, Mr. 100 and 100 yesterday, who had barely touched the ball. He touched the ball like, I don't know, like four times. And he had 200 all-purpose yards. It was crazy. It was a crazy thing to watch. But Austin Eckler, man, outside of one week, he's been double digits every single week of the season.
1: Yeah. uh, Jacksonville is just, uh, I mean, they're atrocious, Um, but yeah. Folded
0: up the tents. Is that what you're looking for? Oh
1: man. Uh, They're just so (laughs) bad. Um, But yeah, I mean, credit to Austin Eckler for sure. I mean, RB four on the season right now in a half point setting and you're right. I mean, you go look through the game log and you, and you try to find the games where it has been bad and it just seems like it was right around when uh, Melvin Gordon came back and they didn't really know what they were doing. Other than that, it's been Austin Eckler. He was phenomenal as as the bell cow back when Gordon was uh, taking a seat, and he's been phenomenal when they made the OC change. Ever since they made that OC change and they decided that they were going to lean on, on both guys and, and run the football a little bit more. So, yeah, he's been... He's been great. He was awesome. The Line Star app liked him. You mentioned the Line Star app. The Line Star app was all over him. His values that that turned out to be okay. Bilal Powell wasn't phenomenal. De- DeAndre Washington they weren't phenomenal, but they did enough uh, in terms of just their pricing. And both uh, the Line Star app was all over them at three K. And, and it was all over
0: uh, Galladay as well. All over Galladay, which
1: was great. Yeah, yeah, that was another Aaron really Jones good call. And Jones, another one too.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, Dalvin Cook did enough as well to get the job done. The receiving we already mentioned. Uh, Mr. Brown, who is uh, quite quite good, but there were some other guys too. Manuel Sanders, seven for one fifty four. Michael Thomas is just Michael Thomas, eleven for one thirty four yeah. and a touchdown. I'll tell you what, man, CMC two weeks in a row, no touchdowns. I don't know, man. I this was the week I made the case for him. I thought he got would get back against Atlanta. Nope, not so much. He's DTM the rest of the season, as far as I'm concerned. Uh Hopkins, seven for one twenty and a touchdown. Nice to see him have a good game. Robbie Anderson, we talked about a ton. It's been a Robbie Anderson finish to the season, seven for 116, the score for him as well. And speaking of tight ends, Noah Fant, four for 113 in a touchdown. I'll tell you, ever since Joe Flacco disappeared, Noah Fant's been mighty good, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he has been really good. Uh, let's keep an eye on him this week. Uh, it, he looks like he's another one that suffered an injury, a foot injury, but he's been awesome. And again, Drew Locke, like I was impressed with Drew Locke. I don't know what classic letdown spot from the Titans or from the Texans rather. I mean, they beat the Pats last week. They look great. They're feeling themselves. And then they just really don't even show up last week against Denver, who has kept things close. I was on the spread with the Broncos. It wasn't surprised that the Broncos came out to play, but I was just surprised that Houston didn't come out to play. And all of a sudden now, then two of their next three games are against the Titans. They're not a lock. To win the division or make the playoffs, so they need they need to to get back to playing football. But um, I was again, I was impressed with Drew Locke. He's made Noah Fant um, viable, and again Sutton, he's he's spreading the ball around. So I'm interested to see how he finishes up um, in his last three games as a rookie. And you're right, Noah Fant uh, over to wide receivers. Back to Houston again because I had some Watson and some Hopkins like contrarian plays, and they did okay. They were fine. Uh, but I also sprinkled in like a little bit of a mega stack with with Kenny Stills. And Kenny Stills is just nowhere to be found, really. Like he's playing snaps, but he's not getting targeted. I think he had two targets, uh, only really reeled really in a catch. You would think with Wolf Fuller's sideline, he'd get some more work. But it was Kiki QT who was getting some work there. So uh, I think Kenny Stills is just completely off the radar here over the next couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, my bad for suggesting him. I know I didn't make the show last week, but I have been suggesting him as like a deep tournament option. But. Nice. No, I was he's, on. A, he's I mean, not a factor with Fuller. Off no,
0: he's he's not. Not when Fuller's there. That that's that's true. But look, thirty seven hundred was worth the dark throw this week. Yeah, it made sense in the matchup. And I'll tell you what, Mike Randall was all over the uh, Broncos covering too on the uh, wagering they show. They are so.
1: there in every game. They've been in. They well, They play look at defense. Record Overall, the
0: defense helps you keep those spreads pretty close.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, look at their record overall. And again, like they just I look early on in the season, you know, when they were I mean, they lost to Oakland. But that game against Chicago, they were there. They I think there was a play at the very end in Jacksonville where they easily could have won. So, I mean, you look at their schedule and they're just OK, right around, five, you know, four or five games below 500. But there is a lot of games that that they probably could have won. So not overall, not a huge disappointment from the Broncos. they They they've hung around all year.
0: All right. Before we hot take week 15 in the second, let's look at Monday, Thursday. We've got the Eli Manning return. So we get Eli Manning face again, which I, you know, God knows I've missed. So you got Manning against the Eagles, and then you've got the Jets at Ravens, which I mean, on, on paper, you would expect a, a Thursday night short week Ravens home game to be a blowout. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's the way we should think about this. Now, the Jets are pretty good against stopping the run. I'll tell you what, if the Jets beat the Ravens somehow. I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Like if that happens, I, I'm, I'm out. Happen. Like I don't right. think it's going to happen either. So is this as simple as going Ravens defense, Lamar Jackson and just kind of get that pairing and solidify that and then just fill in the rest. Or do you want to take your chances with Wentz against a bad giants defense or Eli Manning against a bad secondary, you know, he hasn't played all year really. So until, so what so week two, I think was the last time we saw him maybe week three. So, where are you at here with your approach when it comes to Monday, Thursday this week?
1: Yeah, I think the two quarterbacks I want to take shots on are, are Wentz and Lamar. Um, you wonder how much play Lamar is going to get in this game. That's the one fear. I mean, if, if it gets to the point where it's in the fourth quarter, like it was a few weeks ago when he played the Rams, he probably did enough to help you out anyways. I mean, in that game where he hardly touched the field in the fourth quarter, I think he had like 45, 46 fantasy points, which is just unbelievable to even think about. I mean, they're 15 points. Home favorites against the Jets. We don't know, even know if Le'Veon Bell is going to play. How healthy is he going to be? How 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 productive is Sam Darnold going to be against this defense? They don't really give up a whole lot. So I like the Ravens defense for sure. I'd put I'd make I would make them my captain in in some spots. You, I'd go back and forth between Wentz and Lamar and Eagles D and. And Ravens D, maybe as some captains. But I do like Wentz. I mean, we've been all over him and it, it's been warranted. But last week, I know it was against the Dolphins, but even still, it's against the Giants. So it's a pretty good spot. Elshon Jeffrey comes back. He gets 16 targets, catches nine balls for 137. Dallas Goddard has been a factor over the past couple of weeks as well. So he gets some of his weapons back. I like Miles Sanders and I like Wentz. On the other side, I, I wonder who Eli's favorite guy is gonna be. It's been Sterling Shepard in the past, but I think he may get involved with Golden Tate. So I think Golden Tate is sneaky as well tonight.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. Uh I think Golden Tate's a, a good play as well. And that certainly does make sense from that standpoint. All right, let's let's hot take a little week fifteen here and let's start things off with the Patriots and Bengals, a little rumors flying around here. I see on the internet that the, the, somehow the Patriots are being investigated again. Like, what are we doing What here? for like, what? What this time? I don't know. Something about videotaping the, the Bengals. Like, they're not even playing the Bengals yet. How does it even work?
1: We're on to Cincinnati.
0: We're on to Cincinnati for where real. we have video teams, are, but whatever. Now, the problem is the Patriots offense is certainly not rolled ever this year. It's really not. And they have a lot of problems in the red zone. We've talked about that. Do you know they have the least amount of. Passes to tight ends this year in the entire league. Can you imagine that? The Patriots of all teams. So Austin Con- Hooper and Hunter Henry are free agents next year. My guess is one of those guys is going to end up in New England. I'd be shocked if, if they didn't, to be honest. I mean, they got to fix that situation. That is, that's, you cannot exist in the NFL that way nowadays.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, Austin Hooper would be a phenomenal get for them. Um, yeah, even Hunter Henry. So yeah, yeah, we, we've talked over and over. It just seems to be Edelman, and that's it. the The run game is not exist. And you would think against the Bengals, the Bengals defense has actually been been pretty good over the last few weeks. Carlos Dunlap was named defensive player of the week. They're generating pressure. They had a couple picks yesterday against Baker. So I, I don't think this is just, just because it's New England. I don't feel like they're going to be able to go into Cincinnati and score 30 plus points. I still think, honestly, it will be a struggle, but they need some somebody to step up, Joe, other than Edelman and White. It needs to be somebody else in that offense. The problem is they, there's nobody to step up.
0: Me. I mean, Harry's had some moments. Honestly, Harry, I think, is their best option to do that because Jacoby Myers keeps dropping balls like they're hot, man. I mean, he's just... A hot mess there with dropping balls and i don't know i just i don't i don't see it happen i just don't think they have the roster to do it and i know it's yeah it's, you're probably right i mean, you know, Snow- i know no one's sad about this in like the nfl except more. me I, I get it like nobody sure. cares you know here here's the smallest violin in the world playing for the patriots <laughs> getting screwed by the referees and they did let's be they, honest
1: they really did
0: they yeah. really do like if they're gonna get screwed this was an epic screw job there and i don't and we've seen it this year happen a ton where the referees They should. If you touch the pylon, call it a touchdown. That's just automatic. You can always go back and reverse it. It's the way to do it. It's the safer way for the integrity of the football game to do that, let alone have this other guy run down the field and all of a sudden be like, no, no, he was out. How could you see he was out? There was a chief defender right in between him and Nikhil Harry. I don't understand how he could possibly say that he saw it. And then on top of that, that other play where they didn't blow the whistle, that would have been an easy six for Gilmore too. So that was... That was a brutal situation. The rest really did screw with them, but again, nobody cares because it's the Patriots, and that's that's fair. It's totally, totally fair. <laughs> I get it. Um, but do you would you get in onto this game here against the the Bengals?
1: Um, you know, I <sighs> I know Sony Michel has been so bad. Do they just get away from him now? I know they try. I, don't know. I was surprised that they didn't try to run the football a little bit more against the chiefs. I mean, that opening drive, it reminded me a little bit of, of Dallas, the opening drive Thursday night against Chicago. And, you know, they have their game script, their game plan. They come out and they're slinging it. They look great. They score a touch. And then all of a sudden it's like, what happened? Um, but, but the Bengals, I mean, nobody's allowed more rushing yards per game than, than the Cincinnati Bengals, And if they are going to, they probably are going to have their way on defense like Andy Dalton company is going to be it's going to be a struggle for them to score points I wonder if this is a Michelle game to get him going or if he's just completely done now and that that experiment seems over he's obviously not a hundred percent with the knee injury it's been like this for years no, ever it's, since it's, no, before it's he was good. drafted but well, listen was
0: next gone. year dude it's going to be Kareem Hunt yeah. it's going to be Kareem Hunt Austin oh, Hooper Edelman Oh, no. <laughs> and I don't think it's going to be all those guys, but it's going to be. I don't think Odell is going to end up with Tom Brady. I don't I don't see that happening. I think there's a better chance of Antonio Brown <laughs> than there is Odell. I'll tell you what, yeah. but they're going to go out there and they're going to put some pieces back because you can't have a defense who's played this well and then not have a championship or at least a Super Bowl appearance to show for it by their standards. And again, you don't judge them by regular standards. Sounds like you're counting them out. Play. I'm not counting them out because last year I counted them out when Josh Gordon went down and had that work out right so the the offense was equally crappy last year and then they figured it out and we'll see if they figure it out this year this year at the same time and look let's not forget they lost back-to-back games last year they lost mm-hmm. to the freaking dolphins and then they lost to the freaking steelers and then right. they went on to win the super bowl so let's not um let's, let's not overreact too much here uh buccaneers at lions oh boy yeah i guess we got to go to the Instant. well, here we go. Let's do it. Well, yeah. Rashad Perryman pop up for you here. Yeah. With Evans out.
1: Yeah, he definitely does. I mean, there's there's got to be somebody that to step up because uh, Darius Slay has shadowed before. If Chris Godwin's going to play in the slot, I expect that to be a thing. So I'm not saying to not play Godwin, but it, it is a tough I think O.J. Howard play, and right?
0: Perriman become very intriguing in this game. I think game.
1: you're right. Yeah, I think O.J. Howard becomes um, more involved in the offense, kind of forces way in there, whether Bruce Arians wants to or not. And Brashad Perriman as well. You want to go a little bit deeper, maybe Justin Watson, eight targets, five grabs, 59 yards and a score yesterday as well. So I'm, I'm intrigued with I'll be intrigued with a lot of uh, I'll be going back to this well here with Winston and company. Uh, maybe it's naked Winston again, or maybe I'll just go Winston OJ or Winston Justin Watson. But uh, this is a phenomenal matchup against Detroit.
0: And I'm sure Lions are going to like Gallaudet and Marvin Jones again this week. It makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah. Titans and Texans. This is a huge game, huge game. And I think the Titans are the better football team right Me now. Too. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go in there with some Derrick Henry and some Tannehill again. I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, let's go. Let's do it. I just don't trust the Texans. Deshaun's great, but I just don't trust this. Should be a fun game. Um I could a see a lot, lot of exposure to here. this one. Yeah, a lot on the line, everything all hanging out. Neither of these defenses are super impressive to me anyway. I'm not feeling the defenses here. Um, not with JJ Watt out and and the Titans are just fine. Like then they're not special defensively. So I could see some uh some heavy stacking going on here on either side of this game.
1: Yeah, you know, the Texans give up big plays too. They really do. Uh so yeah, I could see I this is gonna be this is gonna be an entertaining football game, and there's a lot on the line. So yeah, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, I know AJ Brown's probably gonna be pretty chalky, but you'd be silly not to to take a shot on him against this Texans Texans secondary. And and yeah, I mean DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be one of the best. Who'd have players.
0: thought AJ Brown would be more coveted at this point of the year <laughs> than Antonio Brown? I mean, amazing. Look <laughs> yeah. at we've look at what we've become. Look oh, at what man. happened to us in twenty nineteen. Uh, Broncos and Chiefs. This is a fascinating trap game for the Chiefs. I'm talking about a huge letdown game. Locke was good this week, like you said. Defense is playing well. I don't think the Broncos are a perfect football team. They're probably not going to win. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. I'm, I'll tell you what – Mahomes, they've been winning games and stuff, but the Mahomes of last year, I don't know. He just doesn't seem healthy. He hurt his hand in this other game. Yeah, keep an eye on know. that.
1: That's huge. That could be huge, yeah. actually, Joe. The hand thing could. I be... don't know, man.
0: I'm fading away from the Chiefs here against the Broncos. This is a game that's going to be a hard pass for me. I think.
1: Yeah, I sure. I would agree with that too. If Damian plays, maybe I have a little interest in him. But again, the backfield is just a complete mess. So, I yeah, absolutely. Uh, if Fant, Fan, I think, is huge for Locke to have some success. Uh, but again. Just two games, five touchdowns, two picks. He's been he's been pretty solid. This will be a true test in KC for him. But uh, right now, I don't have a great feel. I f- I feel like this could be actually kind of low scoring.
0: All right, so Dolphins at Giants. I kind of want to see what happens this week. Like <laughs> I want to see what's going on because do we have clarity? Is Daniel Jones just back next yeah, week? Is I, I that...
1: think he's two to four weeks. I would I I think yeah. he's done.
0: I think, I think he's, he's done, done too. I don't see any reason to. Tron them back out there who are are we going down to the saquon barkley well one more time i said i wouldn't do it but here we are it's week 15 coming and the dolphins are coming
1: to town are we gonna do it one more time yeah maybe you know he hasn't had a run over 27 yards since week two <laughs> stop week depressing two? me i'm already depressed about a lot of Ugh, these things man it's gross and i don't mm-hmm. know what he's gonna do against the eagles i mean maybe catch a few balls out of the backfield uh, that Eagles run defense has been pretty solid all year long, um, but it's possible it's Barkley. But yeah, against Miami, I think we we give them one more go, right? Uh, why not? Everyone seems to run all over the Dolphins. They give up a ton of points.
0: Eagles Redskins is next on the slate. Um, I don't know if I have a real beat on this one. Again, I kind of want to see which Eagles team shows up this week and uh, all that but even then that's not. not
1: gonna yeah that's not because yeah. you, you'll still be wondering, wondering the matter. same thing <laughs> right. which guys which team shows Forget up the it. following week no yes.
0: <laughs> no no i'm not gonna do it, no. it, 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 it,
1: it no. Maybe what a nice little one-hand grab yeah, he you, had in the end zone well, yeah just he, i'll that tell is you awesome.
0: still in GPP consideration seahawks totally disappointing to me i'm i'm embarrassed for them
1: they got stomped they were never yeah
0: well look you should beat the panthers next week but it could have should have would And at least carson's back now look the one thing i will say now that penny's out I'm yeah. going to go back to the Chris Carson. Well, hardcore this week against the Panthers.
1: Yeah, I I had some Carson last night thinking that most people would be on Penny and I was correct, but Carson didn't have the the good game. I mean, 15 for 76 is not bad, but he didn't Well, he didn't that.
0: have the touchdown. If he had the yeah, touchdown it exactly. gets better. Yeah, but look, the Panthers just let Devonta Freeman look relevant again. So,
1: I mean, <laughs> well, everybody is running all over them. So, yeah. uh, I know. Carson's so. in a great spot. Yeah. Great cash game play. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Bears at Packers. Another one. I don't know which Trubisky shows up. I have no idea. Uh, another underwhelming career. Aaron
1: Rodgers total. What's that? Uh, Trubisky had the best game of his career, I think, on Thursday. I, I
0: don't know. I know. I have no idea. I'm
1: what a weird week.
0: No idea. I mean, there's a part of me that wants to go, you know what? Let's do it. Let's go Trubisky and Allen Robinson. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, go I right think Alan Robinson
1: is – yeah, I think he's always in play. Always. Uh, yeah, for sure. He's been – I mean, he's had to deal with so many just brutal, brutal quarterbacks, uh, especially, you know, this season with Trubisky early on. But, yeah, he's always in play, man. He always seems to show up.
0: All right, here are the four o'clock games. You got the Vikings at Chargers. Uh so right off the bat there, that's um, that's a fascinating one. You got the Vikings going on the road. Uh I'll tell you what, uh, Eckler catching the football out of the backfield. It's it's hard to ignore right now. It's just tough to ignore. I know the Vikings are a good defensive team, but again, this is on the road, so I'm a little bit more apt to go down that well. Uh Jaguars at Raiders, ugh, gross. Yuck. Oh, I no. Know. I can't do this. And DJ Shark was another guy who got hurt. We forgot to. Yeah, that's right. him. walking
1: boot. Yeah.
0: Uh, walking boot, which means done. That's it. You're in that boot.
1: You might as Especially well be in. Being... Especially at this time of the year when you're looking at a 4 9 know, record, right? Shut no, him down.
0: He's done. He's done. Nice piece for next year, though. Uh, yeah. Browns at Cardinals, another one where, I mean, I guess it's time to fire up the David and Joku shares. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you're right um vance McDonald, i don't think he really did anything yesterday. no he's the
0: only one he's the he's, only one yeah. they didn't throw him the ball
1: In all fairness, well, he left early, I think with a concussion, which, which well, what else is new? That's Vance McDonald. It's hard to to
0: throw the ball when you can't be
1: on the field. Yeah. I'm actually sick of people talking up Vance McDonald. Like he's going to show up, guys. Like the Steelers are, they've been winning football games in their defense alone. You don't really want any, you're, you're rolling the dice when you play any parts of their offense with James Washington. It was Deontay Johnson yesterday, but I'm looking at early spreads. I'm seeing Cleveland two and a half against Arizona. Uh, Cleveland's a better football team, still fighting for, you know, a, a glimmer of hope, playoff hope, anyways. Uh, I'm going to go ahead actually and lock that one in now before I get into Thursday. Cleveland's going to win by a field goal in Arizona.
0: All right. Rams and Cowboys. Now, this one intrigues me. Now you've got my attention, Rams and Cowboys, because oh, yeah. now I'm thinking it's time to get back in the Todd Gurley business. So, uh, again, here we are. It's week 15 now, basically. Well, 14. We got one more game left to go, but it feels like it's. Time to get back in the Todd Gurley
1: business, am I right? Right. Yeah, you know, you're right. And I, I've been trying to pull you over, right? You I was, have, but I've like, been reluctant.
0: And with forget good that reason, Baltimore I've game, been reluctant.
1: you're right. You, for great reason. Um, but yeah, I, I try to forget that Baltimore game and I and what I noticed yesterday and and when I mentioned Cooper Cup and only playing fifty five percent of the snaps, which is you know pretty puzzling to be honest. I think that they are really just with Higby and Woods. I think they're just, when you heard the reports about getting Todd Gurley involved, and I think that's the plan, like let's use these guys, Higby has been great catching balls over the past couple weeks, but he's also been pretty great in the run game and blocking and helping create some holes here for Todd Gurley, and you wonder if this was the game plan, I don't know, was it part of the game plan, Joe, to just, okay, we're still a good football team. Let's limit Todd Gurley throughout the early parts of the season. We get into a certain point when the, you know, it gets a little bit colder. We lean on the run game and boom, let's hand it over to Todd Gurley. And let's see if he can be anything that he was last year when we gave him 20 to 25 touches. I don't know. It's very possible. So I'm in the Todd Gurley business with you as well. I can't get away from Robert Woods. I just can't. Brennan cooks has, has just disappeared. disappeared. Uh, he's not on the same factor. page at all. With Another Bob, guy that so. once
0: upon a time was a useful weapon for the Patriots. They, they they don't have anybody like that. Nobody to stretch the field.
1: Right. They don't have no, a big body
0: up. in the red zone. That's why that offense is just – it's a failure. And yeah, they you- can't run the football – effectively you know. because they be, they've become too predictable because they know, everybody knows, is nobody else to catch the
1: ball. And have you so, seen other teams dial up as much pressure against Brady, you know, in the past? Have you yeah, seen, have you seen Baltimore recently? did. Baltimore, yeah, but recently, we, I feel like.
0: Well, that's because everybody knows yes, that. like exactly. The, 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 it's out. It's out. You go yeah. up there and Brady's not happy about it, but it's very little he could do. Right. And it's not like James White's the biggest guy to block. I mean, they had to bring Julian Edelman to block in one spot there in oh. last, last night's game, which was madness. Wow. You ever see that happen? But Julian, be threw a great block. Don't get me wrong, but still yeah. uh, last on the four o'clocks Falcons at 49ers. So what do you make of this one? Are we going to just gonna go there for all the, uh, the Debo and the Samuel uh, <laughs> and just go.
1: I, I- I think so. I mean, there's there's always that fear that I have that maybe Shanahan will just pull it back a little bit and it'll just be a running run heavy game. It's it's well, I'll tell you what,
0: Mostert's earned my respect. I think he's the best one of that group now. That's what I I was going to say.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was going to say with Mozart, I mean, he's got forty, forty-six, forty-seven 46, 47 fantasy points over the last two weeks and a half point setting. He's found the end zone in three straight games. He's catching balls out of the backfield. He he runs really hard. I like the way he runs. I mean, I spent like 350 fab on him, I think, after maybe week three, and then he just kind of disappeared and got hurt. So I, I, I'm i a believer. I think he he runs with a purpose. I'm going to like him against the Falcons.
0: Steelers bills the Sunday night game. That's going to be a, a slugfest too. Look at that. Look at this slug fez. These defenses going at it. And then you got Colts at Saints. Uh, you know, we'll find out here. I'll tell you, man, the Saints, they I feel like the Saints should have been this team this year. And every time they just can't
1: They would lose those big games, don't they? Yeah,
0: they just they, they really do. Or they lose games they shouldn't lose. It's so weird. They're such a weird enigma this season. I just I don't know what to think of them. But look, your week 15 is looking pretty hot. There's definitely some games to get in on. Uh, and definitely where that Texans Titans game. Get in on those Buccaneers. We'll, we'll see what happens with the Giants tonight in the new-look Eli Manning offense. But um, the Rams-Cowboys, too, should be a lot of offenses. This, again, it's time to pay off because uh, it's, it's that time of year and teams are quitting and things are going on and that's what it looks like. So, uh, without any further ado, that'll kind of end it for us. We'll be back again on Thursday, breaking things down for you, DFS style, and then Mike Randall and I will be back on uh on friday to break down the wagering slate with the pre-snap pick show so in the meantime you can follow us on the twitter machine at chris meany at joe pisa 17 and of course at LineStar nfl and LineStar star uh dfs our line star app i should say so that'll do it for me and chris pre-snap is over it's time to break the huddle there's nothing left to do now except set down win You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.